Hey, Redskins Addicts, it's your boy Rod, and we are back with Pod 48, the pregame pod, and we got a special guest, uh, Anthony Armstrong, going to join us again, so uh, give us a quick moment. There we go. Hey, what's up, Anthony? How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Hey, thanks thanks for joining us, man. I know, you, I know you're short on time. Um, but it's it's always awesome to talk to talk to you talk to anyone who's played the game professionally for sure, and uh, you know folks I, I hit up Anthony Armstrong uh, on Twitter again, uh, hit him in the DMs and said hey man I would love for you to jump on with the addicts, and kind of just you know peel peel your brain a little bit get your get your take on the wide receivers for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So uh, we obviously know they got Mike Evans. Um, they got Chris Godwin that are like their top two wide receivers and the tight end, Rob Gronkowski. Uh, the dark horse, I think, of late is Antonio Brown. He starts to kind of catch fire and kind of build a little bit more chemistry with Tom Brady back to his short stint in New England. So, Anthony, as you're looking at the Washington football team, how we played this year, and then the wide receiving group that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have, how, how do you think we're going to fare on Saturday with that group? Well, I mean, they are, number one, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Um, it, it it's good to be still connected to the game. Um, but Absolutely. Tampa Bay, they're stacked. I mean, like, you, you got Gronk, and then don't forget they got O.J. Howard behind there. You know, they still got um, Mike Evans. I don't know if he's playing or not, but you got Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Scotty Miller, yep. you know, Chris Godwin. They're stacked, right? So, if luckily – Luckily, we don't have to try to go man-to-man on these guys all day, right? Mm-hmm. I think that you're going to lose if you're in that type of a battle. Fortunately, we have probably one of the better front fours in, in the football that's going to help this secondary out. Yes. Um, so the way that Washington gets to have success is that front four has to get pressure on Tom Brady. And you've seen in the past that he, he doesn't look so good whenever he's on the ground. Right? He's had a couple of bad games. Um, I think your key, big key to success is that front four causing havoc. If somebody has to catch a tip pass, if we can get some turnovers, you're going to have some success. No, absolutely. And, Dev, I see you shaking your head. You're you're full agreement. So uh, what what would you like to kind of add to that? Nothing. I, what's up, Anthony Armstrong, man? <laughs> dude, what's happening? But, uh, man, uh, nothing. He hit, he hit all the nails on the head, man. Uh, same thing. Oh. And, it, and that's that's the key, without a doubt. So Brady is the GOAT, the greatest of all time. I, this is this is the first time that Tom Brady is playing on the wild card weekend. Like, yeah, he don't even know what this is like. <laughs> he doesn't know what it's like. Um, obviously, we, we all heard the challenge from Chase Young following the game on, um, you know, when they when they clinched the division versus the Eagles. Tom Tom heard it. You know, I'm pretty sure it, it – a little twinkle in his eye. They'll hate a little the little – Pip Squeak is talking mess against me, but it's exciting, man. It's 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 greatness. Want to go against potential greatness, you know? So I'm yeah, I'm truth. looking forward to it. And if you keep Tom Brady flustered, I think, like you said, Anthony, that front four will help negate the big plays that that wide receiving group uh, can really it's, damage us. It's with. the same game plan for Pittsburgh, I think. Like you, Washington is one of the few teams in the league that are. Um, lucky enough to have enough of a defensive front where they don't have to send a linebacker every time. So you yep. end up having the extra guy in coverage than they would see on the other team. Yep. So, I mean, I, I yep. think, I think that's the key. You just gotta, 
just keep them honest where you know they they don't have an advantage make it where they don't have an advantage from snap you know they're gonna yeah. win some balls they're professional players they're a good team they're gonna they're gonna make a player or two that a good team makes but we just can't give them opportunities by fumbling returns sims you know or or you know uh falling down every time you catch a ball when a defensive players around McKissick, you know, take a hit or knock the ball down, bro. You're going to get hit yeah. anyways. Yeah. I mean, you could like, Frank, I mean, we all know on offense, it's, it's definitely got to be a, like, don't just don't mess up. We got to score a point. We got to find a way to score a touchdown. All right. I think Gibson got to be a threat. Obviously Terry's got to do his thing, but we're going to get, yeah. If you get some plays from like one or two other guys, Logan Thomas, I love what he's been doing all year. Um, if you can get some other people to attack that defense, you're going to have success. That defense is susceptible. Um, I see, I'm going to see Tampa Bay. They're going to come out. They're going to negate this rush and this pass rush by quick, a whole bunch of quick passes. I bet you're going to catch screens. Um, they're trying to get the running game started early. So as, as much as they can do to keep Chase Young off of Tom Brady's behind, that's what you're going to see Tampa do. No, def definitely agree. Come up and tackle, right? Make them yep. punt. It, it comes. It's gonna come down to fundamentals. I, I'm frankly, I wouldn't be surprised if Washington wins. And that's not any Homer stuff. I just feel like if you if if they're successful in frustrating Tom Brady, you're gonna give yourself a chance to win. That's that's all I was saying. I'm I'm not saying we should win. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if we win. It's not. I'm not bumping my chest like we're going to beat those guys but i mean it's not they're not unbeatable i'm, I'm two and versus the, the buccaneers today in madden so just if that counts for anything you know <laughs> trying hey, trying to see what the, trying to see what the matchups are like uh phil what's what's your take you know on that wide receiving core you know so especially with we all know that mike evans may not be playing um so i guess phil if if you want to key on one wide receiver not name mike evans for Tampa Bay, who, who do you think we have to shut down? I think we honestly have to shut down Godwin. Um, I think that he's been the more consistent guy I've ever, uh, versus maybe Antonio Brown or somebody like that. Brown's a playmaker, but Godwin is the other guy that Brady can get to consistently. Um, that receiving core has definitely Definitely giving Brady new life. Uh, you know, at last year, his last season in New England, he was starting to show some of that age. You know, didn't he's never been a, a great arm quarterback, but you know, he's always had a good enough arm and was starting to look a little, little suspect last year. But this season, with all that talent around him, you know, he's been able to uh, have a real renaissance and have a great season. Um, you know, I'm curious, Anthony, you seem to have. Uh, caught quite a bit of Brady this season. Do you feel like that, uh, you know, him playing better this year is a result of the talent, or do you think maybe he's physically improved his own condition over like last year? Ah, uh, man, I, I think it's, I think it's, I think you're seeing his team in that offense kind of improve as the season's gone along. Cause in the earlier on, we were like, everybody was like, well, I don't know, man, Tom looking kind of suspect. And then the last couple of weeks where they racked up 40 and hung 40 on some people. Um, so you're, de you're dealing with a, a guy that's experienced and it, it's very helpful that he has basically at, at full, when everybody's healthy, he's got three potentially number one receivers. So, you know, 
they put so much of a strain on the defense that it, it makes it even easier. You know, is he better? I mean, he, he works hard. You know, he's going to prepare. He's going to be ready. But it sure, it sure as hell doesn't, doesn't hurt to have, you know, three bona fide number ones mm-hmm. sitting on the field for you. I think it's, so it's a combination of both. I think yeah, he's still wiggling his way downhill. I mean, he's, I don't he's think he, the, I don't think he has that same success in New England like this. I I I mean, I hate to minimize Tom Brady in any way, but I mean, the last four weeks they played the Lions in Atlanta twice. I mean, Alex Smith on one leg had 390 yards passing on the Lions, well, <laughs> and the other two and the other teams they played twice was Atlanta. That's what I'm saying. Like those guys didn't have the luxury of having four or five bona fide, really good defensive linemen running at you the whole game where you don't have to send Bostic and uh, Holcomb and JPL. You don't have to send those guys if you don't want to. Sending those guys is a bonus. No. I think that's I think that's how we beat them if we beat them. You know, but like I mean, you I, said. I, I would have faith. I would have faith. Uh, I, if we'll anything, I know that. Well, see, that's what I was going to say. My faith is in the fact that the defense will at least keep us in the game. We we can't jump out and be down fourteen quick. Like mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna be a frustrating day mm-hmm. at FedEx. But if we can stop them, you know, hold them to a field goal here and there, and if if we're down by ten points at halftime, I think that mentally you're in a good position to be like we can beat these guys. All right, if you're down fourteen or more at halftime, there's gonna be a, there's gonna be some people ready to go home. So. You just got to stay hungry. Our offense, yeah. I mean, you know, Heineke, he's what? He's played a quarter of football this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say he's going to go out and beat Tom Brady. That's that's crazy. Um, but I think if, if, if the defense does that thing, we can get a turnover. It gives us a chance. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a lot of things fall in place. And Mike Evans not being there, I, ain't, I, I want him to be healthy. But he can get healthy next week, all right? You know what I'm saying? I am with you. Healthy Sat Sunday. (laughs) Yeah, you're right, Tyler. Tyler Henneke, man, we ain't asking him to, you know, beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We asking him don't beat the Redskins, bro. You know, I mean, the uh, Washington Football Team. Yeah, don't beat those guys. You know, exactly. And I and I I think I think that the coordinators they they they've done a, a good enough job of putting players in position to be successful within their skill set. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm not talking about anybody that's not on the team, but you, you can tell that when Alex Smith is in the game, they kind of call plays that are, you know, more towards his strength. Very, very horizontal, quick, get the ball out of your hands. Like that's his game style. Um, You know, Heineke, he's kind of a wild card, you know, nobody really knows what he's looking like, but Mm -hmm. I'm not like I said. I'm not going to sit here and think he's going to outduel Tom Brady. But if everybody does their job, you just got to. We can hit. We can have a perfect day on the on the field. You know, it can happen. Mm. I'm I'm an optimistic guy. That's that's just me. I'm going to be optimistic. Hey, I love. We all love and appreciate that optimism because it's it's been a rough year. I mean, seven and nine isn't the uh, the type of season that you 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 write a letter home to Ma and say, Hey, Ma, we done good. You know, it's you're still seven and nine. But hey, we're in the yeah. playoffs, man. So I'm, I am going to celebrate that. We are going to celebrate that. We're going to look forward to a good game, and we want to see a Washington football team win. So I hope that Absolutely. is truly the case. Truly the case. Absolutely. 
No, I, I think I, do, I really do think they're going to do well. I really do. But I, I mean, so. look at this. Look at how the whole season has gone. Mm-hmm. I mean, scandal after scandal. Coach mm-hmm. ends up with cancer. He beats cancer. You know, you got the whole quarterback room. The guy comes back. Alex Smith comes back. The stars have aligned. If anything is on our side, the universe is on our side. Hell. Like, come That's on. I said, we're in the upside down. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we're, like, Dev and I are also. Our Knicks are even good. It's crazy. My Knicks are even good, man. <laughs> no, no, we can't we can't lose right now. Like right we're riding high. We got the universe on our side. What better way than to go in there and knock off Tom Brady? Yeah, absolutely. I I hope it happens, man. I, I hope we can get you back on the pod and thing, you know. Um, and we're we're saying, hey, we we beat the you know the the Bucks. Who's next? You know what are we gonna do against the you know, Aaron Rodgers? So fingers crossed. Don't want to talk about that yet. Uh, but Anthony, thanks for joining us. I know you said you were short on time, so I don't want to hold you up. But um, you are always welcome to to try, jump on with us and chop it up anytime, brother. It's always a pleasure to have oh, you. For sure, I'll take you back up. I just gotta go. I gotta run this workout. Hey. I've been telling these folks. I may have seen it on Twitter now. If you want to try Camp Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do workout virtually. You can train with me. I'm at 8.15 p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays. It's free. Hell, I'm trying to give it away for free. Whole right. month of January. So, so you can get free, in on that. Free 99, y'all. Free 99, exactly. People seem to like that. Anthony, I'll get that link from you on on Twitter. I'll put it in the Redskins Addicts group, and, you know, I'll, I'll blast out to the folks. At least let them, like you say, try it, see if they like it, and they can rock with you. So, sure. Thanks, man. My man. Appreciate y'all. All right, brother. Be good, man. Thank Thanks, you. Thanks, man. Got it. Have a good one. You too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, man. Yeah, Anthony Armstrong joined the Redskins Axe Pod. It's uh, like I said, it's 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 truly a blessing to be able to have you know some of the former players come on. It's it's hard. We're a small pod. We're trying to get started. We don't have. any of the connections to some of the other pods, we still are the Redskins addicts. I think that rubs people the wrong way. But until we get a permanent name, we'll be the Redskins addicts. And that's cool. We get people who aren't afraid of – that's that's what we were. That's what we were. We know we're moving forward. But when we do move forward, then we'll move forward together. I just don't think that putting us in purgatory uh, makes sense. Unless we find a name that we fall in love with before that happens, and then we're good. So – all right, moving on from the wide receiver group. That was a lot of good discussion that we just had with Anthony Armstrong. Um, really kind of put things into perspective for us. Um, but, Dev, so you you kind of said that Tampa Bay hasn't really played anyone these past couple of weeks. They were, what, 7-5, and five, and then they went on a four-game winning streak to finish 11-5. They haven't been a playoff team yet, I don't think. Really? So, look at the schedule. I could be wrong. I'm, I'll look, but I'm pretty – damn it, Steve usually does this shit. <laughs> it's fine. No, I got. I'm. I'm looking at. It. Okay, so they they lost first. We'll do a, a quick a quick roll up of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers season. So week one, uh, New Orleans Saints. They lost uh, the game. Start their season on one. I'm looking for the score. Score. Who cares about the score? They lost. Lost the game. Week two, Carolina Panthers. They beat them. Week three, Denver Broncos beat them. Not playoff teams. Week four, Los Angeles Chargers beat them. Not playoff team. Lost to the Chicago Bears. Playoff, playoff team. team. Wasn't that, are they in the playoff team? What's that? Bears, Bears the playoff team? Yeah, yeah. Eight and eight wild card. Yep. Uh, they beat the Green Bay Packers. They, yep. They beat the Raiders. Wait, hold on. Aaron Rodgers, somebody didn't play that game, right? Something happened, right? I think um, Jones might not have played that game, the running back or something like that. Who knows? It's. 
I, I could go yeah. look at the box score, but uh, the Raiders, they beat the Raiders. They then beat the Giants, lost to the Saints, beat the Panthers, lost to the Rams, lost to the Chiefs. That puts them at seven and five. And then the final four weeks, one playoff team. final four games, they beat the Vikings, beat the Falcons, beat the Lions, beat the Falcons. They beat one playoff team hmm. the entire year. Two. Oh, no, no, one. Yeah. The other one? One, no, no, yeah. you're right. Yeah, one, just the Packers. And then I'm looking at that game, and I have guys that didn't play, I don't think. But that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, I, I, I know that Tampa Bay is better than, than Washington. At least you feel that way. But really, they, they, are, they seem like are, a more complete team for sure. Right, right. But but have you seen anything that make you think that they should outright just beat the hell out of us? Like it shouldn't be a game. I haven't seen anything that says that that our defense can't hang with our offense. Now I would say their defense is better than our offense. But Devin White didn't plan. Yeah. So just go ahead, Phil. Well, I was going to say, statistically speaking, there's only been two teams that have held them to. Under 25 points, I take that back, under 24 points this season. And that was the Saints twice, and one of those games they scored 23, and the Bears. Right. Playoff teams. 19. And they lost all those games. Playoff yeah. teams. Well, it, it, this is true. My point being is that they, every other team they've played, it's been 24 or more all season this includes they had back-to-back losses to the rams and chiefs where they lost 24 to 27 close games not good defense. but what rams are well, yeah well the rams have a good defense chiefs have a, a, an opportunistic defense they, they force turnovers um so even on all these other teams they're not squeaking by with you know 17 14 20 to 14 23 17 victories in a lot of these cases. There's a couple of them, but most of them are, you know, 31 17, 28 10, you know, 38 10 over the Packers, uh, you know, stuff like that. You know, there's not a lot of squeakers in here. This is where I think that, you know, this is going to be the biggest test our, our defense has faced since Pittsburgh, well, basically since the Rams game. And our defense has looked completely different than it did back that part point in the season yeah but it's the biggest test they faced as a defense since that game you yeah know. We, we we've definitely grown and mature for sure like and in the season like right now league rankings we have the number two defense yeah you know so it's and if we didn't start if we didn't start apke and uh hamilton those first four or five games we'd probably be number one it's madness. Hey, it's <laughs> the Dev. It's like you said earlier. This you kind of you kind of look at the the Steelers game a couple weeks back. Um, we have a chance. We legitimately do have a chance. It, it all lies on our defense. I mean, we have the thirtieth ranked offense, the second ranked defense. That's not a recipe for continued long enduring success. But they also say that defenses win championships, so it can be short term success. Offense is easier to correct. It's easier to like at least not mess up on offense. You can. It's hard to go out there and just play to not mess up on defense. But yeah. on offense, you can just hey man, punt the ball, man, throw yeah. it away. Don't yeah. don't fumble. You know, I'm not. I don't ever get mad if a guy makes an interception down the field trying to make a play. But mm-hmm. what I get mad at is if 
you sitting there walking around, and there's three guys wide open, but you throw it to somebody not open, or you throw it late, or you, you know, those are the ones that make you mad, or you just throw the ball on the screen to defensive end, he takes it back for a touchdown. Those are the kind of stuff we can't do. We yep. can't have Sims drop fumbles, man. You know, we can't have Gibson drop another fumble, another screen. Luckily, they didn't call that other one. They called the other one down last game. We got lucky that Philly game that, and he wasn't down in my opinion. Yep. You got away with one. He was. I went back I and looked at it. He was down, but it was bang, bang. Right. It was, it was bang, it's bang, easily, though. It was it definitely worth been, the review. It easily could have been called a fumble, and then you couldn't prove it wasn't, though. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? But uh, if we just stop doing that ignorant stuff, I think we can beat them. Uh, and not saying we will. I just think we can. And, that's, uh, and we're at home. Keep it close. Keep it respectable. Um, give yourself a shot with eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, and then yeah, it's it's a game. It's a game. You know, we like Anthony said, you can't go down fourteen points in the first ten minutes of the game. Um, that's not a recipe for success for us. I just offensively, I don't think that we have the firepower to truly get into a shootout. We 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 know we don't. I, I don't if even Washington think it's goes debatable. Up 10 and don't turn it over. They won't win. That's that's possible. I don't know. Yes. But they, they could score quicker than us. <clears throat> here's here's the thing. We don't allow points. Man. We don't we we if we, this game gets into a shootout, we lose. We don't need a shootout. We just need our offense to have enough bullets in the gun to hit certain targets. You know, all you have to do is just you have to just get off a, the, a certain number of successful shots. If the, you know you do that, defense can take care of the rest. If we try to do this up and down the field, back and forth thing with Tampa Bay, we're going to lose. But if we uh, instead of uh, just doing lay and pray, if we try a more sniper type approach, pick your shots carefully. You know the offense can do enough to win. And you know, look, we've seen Haneke, Haneke, we've seen him taking first uh, team reps. Um. We also know that Alex is still in the mix, so we don't know really what kind of game plan they're going to run with. They don't know either. because we don't know who's going to be the quarterback. They don't know, and either. I and and we follow this team. I I can't imagine Todd Bowles is down there in Tampa Bay having you know an easy time figuring out which game plan he wants to introduce because if what we saw in Carolina is indicative of what Henneke can do, that's a completely different passing offense than what Alex Smith runs. So, and that's all they have to go on. You, you All you have is just this little sliver of game tape. And I think that if nothing else, leaving that evidence of the unknown may help us offensively early in the game because we're not known for being fast starters. So if we can jump and you know jump ahead or stay in it early, then the game gets interesting. So, so with with that, then I'm going to kind of ask you guys how you feel about their defensive line. So their defensive line, their stars are Endomakun Su, 44 tackles, six sacks, one forced fumble this year. He's their he's their uh, their left end, I believe. Their nose tackle is Rakeem Nunez Roches Roches. Not sure, but 20 tackles, no sacks, zero force fumbles. And then their other end is William Golston, 44 tackles, three sacks. That's that's their three of the three, four. So, let's... Perspective, uh, Tim well, I, thought they had, I thought JPP was the other 
end? He is listed as a weak side linebacker under oh. the chart. Well, they play a lot over, so okay, yeah, that they, makes sense. Yeah, it's it's it, yeah, it, you know, show the base three four, but those are those are listed as their starters for their base. Okay, because I had them. I, I think I'm looking at him listed as defensive end. That's why I was like, hold up. Yeah, I'm looking um, at ESPN, so it's you could be looking at CBS. They always list things a little bit different. though, Settles has as many, as many sacks and tackles as uh, Dominical Sue. Yeah, and he's Third a reserve string. player. And he's a reserve player. Yeah, Third string. Third right. string. You know, and we love him. I, I mean, they haven't. Tampa hasn't seen this yet, man. And I feel like, for the most part, Washington has seen an attack that they could see. Like their attack is similar to Pittsburgh's attack. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, pretty much, they gotta be made to run it. Number mm-hmm. one, they passed to set up the run, but the best attack they got is, the, is, is uh, you got, Evans is out. I know the other two guys are, are number ones on most every team, but I don't think that they'll do, I, I know they'll get a play or two on us and make like, oh man, it's over. They'll, they'll make a play, but I don't think they'll make enough to, to be the reason that they win. I think the reason Tampa Bay beats us is because we can't do anything on offense. That will be the only reason I think Tampa Bay will beat us. It won't be because their offense is putting us in a shootout because they're not going to get shootout points unless we give them the ball. Yeah, you see, Tampa Bay does an excellent job protecting Brady. Here's here's a stat for you. Tampa Bay's defense has 48 sacks on the season. They've allowed 22. That's an over 2-1 to ratio. Now, like you said, they haven't faced really a front like ours, but they seem to have done a pretty good job keeping Brady's jersey clean. Um, you know, and and they get contributions from all over the place. I mean, Devin White's got nine sacks, he's an inside linebacker. You know, Shaq Barrett's got eight sacks, Pierre Paul's got nine and a half, Sue has six. You know, they get contributions from various places. Antoine Winfield Jr., who is a free safety, has three sacks. You know, they have a strong safety. Jordan Whitehead has two sacks. They get contributions from all over the field. That One thing Todd Bowles has done really well is that that defense does attack. Now, that may work against them with a conservative offense because we're designed to get the ball out quick. And if whoever's playing quarterback finds those spaces that are being vacated by an attacking defender, uh-huh. then you got something. They've got to be able, you know, whoever's back there has to be able to understand where yeah, healthy, Alex, the attack's coming from. Because Tampa Bay is going to bring the attack, but they're going to bring it from all different places. You just got to be able to recognize where is it coming from to take advantage of it. I'll tell you what, like Dev has said earlier, Devin White not playing in this game is going to be huge for us. Right. Oh, massive. I mean, I mean, 100 pieces of leading tackle. Second second in sacks, leading tackle. Second second on the team in sacks. Yep. But nine. Nine is a new word, by the way. What's that? Sackler should be a new word anyway. Sackler? Sackler. (laughs) Sackler. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. So looking at looking at Tampa Bay a little bit more, trying to get some more, you know, intelligence, depth, knowledge on our opponent. Their linebacker core. I've What's watched up? them. They they blitz five on first two downs every time. They come in five or more on the first two downs, 
every time, which is why their linebackers and safeties are their best pass rushers. You know, but like I said, that's a that's a recipe for that's that's got to be a healthy air quotes of Alex Smith's dream. You know, to to play against a team that just blitzes people because he can point that out for quick. But what you got is if he can't move, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So as Shaq would say, you know, barbecue chicken in there, man. If uh, if he can't get out of the way, then you go at Haneke or Henneke, Hendeki, whatever you want to say his name is. I don't know. We don't know him. No, nothing. No, he can guy. run. No, he can run. No, he can get the ball out. <laughs> that get mobility, over. that mobility against a defense that likes to bring pressure may be important. He is only one speed faster than Alex Smith and Madden. <laughs> Did he look like he was only one faster? Than no, Madden? I know. I'm just saying that it just, I laugh at the He's like NFL's, a 52 in Madden or something too, man. The, so. the NFL's official licensed product, you know, it just still has Alex Smith at like an 82 speed or something like that. When I played earlier. <laughs> it's crazy. The hand, the hand I, I still believe Alex Smith could be Haskins in a foot race. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll have to see what happens next season, I guess, with that one, <laughs> but not today, yeah, not, not after. Not, nope. I don't even want to so touch Who do you think is going to start for, for us, for quarterback? Yeah. It's Alex. It's gotta be Alex. He has to Captain goes down on the ship. Have to be. I kind of agree, be. man. It has to I be. Just... You you cannot tell us like all year. Ron Rivera, like if you told us all year we need Alex, need Alex, need Alex. Um, and then the biggest game that these guys have played in all year. If you thought that the Eagles had a mutiny last week when they sat Hurts, if if you don't play Alex Smith it, at the same level of healthiness that he's been the past two, three, four weeks, people riot. That that he'll lose he'll, he'll lose he'll lose he will lose he will lose that locker room. As much as they love him right now, I think he would lose him unless unless Hendicky came in and just blew the fucking wheels off of Tampa. Or, or, Alex or, or it's just right. painfully obvious yeah. that Alex can't go. Yes, I'll be back. honest. Yep, he looked worse as the game progressed against yep. Philly. Like I think he tweaked that injury somewhere man, in that game. What's I think he's gonna have to come in at halftime like Cap on any given Sunday, man, and just hand. Hand him Dickie the ball. Like, look, it's your time now, man. I can't do it. That's the only way he's coming out of there, I think. There, he's going to have so to much... hand him the ball and be like, you got to go in. Yeah, and there's right. so much tissue damage that he had on that leg, man. Like, calf, shin, Achilles, doesn't matter. Like, the leg doesn't – looking at the leg through the black sleeve, compression sleeve or whatever he has on it each week, um, you could tell that it's still deformed. It's, it's a lifelong injury. It's a lifelong deformity that he's going to have. Um, and that tissue just doesn't fire like it used to. I mean, he wears a Obi drop Toppin. foot brace. Obi Toppin is 24, 25 years old. Or t- I don't know. He's 22 probably, really. Obi Toppin is 22 years old probably. And he still has strained calf. calf strain. Yep. And he's been out for three weeks. Yeah. Not practicing at all. And he's 22 with, as far as we know, healthy legs. So you're looking at a almost 40 year old guy with a reconstructed entire leg with a calf strain, still playing football where people were going for his legs. And by the way, um, fuck that guy from the Eagles who dove through and tried to take his leg out, man. You a buster and you a bitch. Yeah, that was that was disgusting. I meant that. 
I, I we all did. I mean, cosine was punk shit, punk shit. Was it cap or no cap? I'm not sure how to use that, but um, <laughs> I'll cap it. I guess I, I don't. No I'm 38, cap, man. No, no cap. cap. Okay, no so cap. no cap, no cap. I'm 39. I don't understand the shit. My nephews say it. I'm like, okay, cap, no cap, Captain America, <laughs> Captain Crunch. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Um, but yeah, that was that was sick because like the ball wasn't even snapped. Like you jumped off sides, and then you see like he looked like he's doing bear crawls. He just starts, you know momentum and drives forward into Alex's leg. Um, kind of pissed off that the offensive lineman didn't react, but maybe kind of happy that they didn't because they could have got suspended for this game if they had stomped them out or something like that. So, Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. That, maybe that's what the Philly defender was looking for um, to see if they wouldn't react negatively, but definitely don't like that. I would have liked, you know, a flag uh, other than the, the neutral zone infraction or offside. Oh, 15 yarder for sure yeah we it was nope they are home we are not we got a game that we're preparing for in 48 hours damn are right, you talking about the eagles well no they're home yeah eagles are home we're, we're preparing for a game of 48 hours to watch the football team so who who cares about philly but beyond oh, that so how, how do you guys think uh antonio gibson's gonna be he 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 played versus obviously the eagles week 17 to close out the season he didn't look like his normal self. They didn't give him a full um, workload, but how, not really how important, we all know he's extremely important, but how capable do you think he will be on this uh, Saturday night matchup versus the Bucks? I think he'll be straight. I don't think the defensive line is as good as Phillies. I've I seen him make a jump move that I was like, oh my God, you know? Mm -hmm. One thing about Gibson is he does such a good job. He doesn't make guys missing spaces, which I don't like. That's why I'm shaking him. But he's gonna, you ain't going to tackle him if you just throw your arm out, though. You know, he's going to run through that. He's going to make a jump step. You know, I give him that all the time. I, I like Gibson, man. I think he's fine. But like I said, turp toes, one of those things, man. If you're running full speed, it doesn't hurt while you're running full speed. It just hurts when you walk back to the huddle. Yeah. So, that's, that's, I mean, he's he, he was limited in practice, Um, you know, today, as far as the last I had seen. So, we definitely need him to run and not walk, and uh, hopefully that will be in our favor for sure. Uh, Thomas Davis, do you think you guys think he's going to suit up on Saturday? Do what? No, we got Michael Hendricks now. Oh yeah, he gets to play this week, doesn't he? Hendricks oh. played last week. Did he? Hendricks play? played last week in a reserve role. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't, I didn't even realize that. I thought he had to sit out like fourteen days or 10 days for COVID or something. Well, he yeah. got signed three weeks ago. Hey, season moves fast. Hey, it, it does, man. What about Lamar Miller then? Does he play on Saturday night? Can he catch punts? <laughs> hey, okay, punts. So Ron Rivera talked about that. He's like, hey, he's the best we got. Like, fuck that off. says a whole lot about That's, everybody else. That sucks. Mm. That sucks. But, yeah, people asked Ron Rivera about it. You know, a couple of reporters like, hey, you know, Steven Samus. Uh, he's kind of shaky back there. He's a slow kid like, here that can read. <laughs> Look, I love my boys. But you see, you should see these Bamas out here in practice when we're when we're taking the, taking the spinner and we're throwing the balls up. <laughs> As yeah. a guy in high school and in college who fumbled punt returns, um, it is way easier to impress your coach in practice when you know they ain't gonna hit your ass. This Just is true. Know that. I mean, I was, oh, hey, I'm being honest with you, we I have fumbled play... a few in high school. I fumbled one in college. Yeah, we used to play kill the care. I never returned punts. I didn't get my six four size until like college. 
I was a small little punk in high school, man. I graduated at like five nine. It's no um, easy task, but I also didn't get paid millions of dollars to do it. Had I w- had I gotten paid millions of dollars, I would have caught every motherfucking punt they pointed <laughs> at me, dog. I'm <laughs> with you. Um, yeah, because your career would have been over after you forgot to do that little fair catch. Oh, I did that every time. I don't care if I can return <laughs> it. I was like, and still dropped it. <laughs> the ones I kept, I never dropped. The ones I fair caught, I dropped. All I know is that it was funny because we were talking about this. Cooley was talking about this the other day. There's some reserve we have. I don't know if he's a fullback or what. He wears 48 or something like that, 46. But some ball went out of bounds, and dude just like went up. Out, he had like zero reaction time, just reached up and boom, caught it. And Cooley was like, Could that guy return our punts? Oh, uh, yeah, so <laughs> just stand back there, uh, just stand uh, back there inside of 30, just fair catch it every time, you know, just, just catch it, catch it. I you know, and that's all we need. I really, you know, it's weird because we have guys who can return kicks on this team, and I understand. Kickoff returns, punt returns are two completely different animals. They are. You know, I wouldn't know too much about it because I only ever ran kick coverage and kick return teams as a blocker or a gunner. I have never run, you know, a kickback in my life. Um, but it's my favorite part of football. You just, we, we, I don't, I don't even care. I don't care if Sims fair catches every single punt. Just. Do not drop it. That's the only thing I ask because it's going to bite us in the ass. We have gotten away with murder a few times when it comes to drop punts. And that's something we got to look at in the offseason is somebody to return punts. We haven't had a good punt returner on this team. Some people will say Brandon Banks. I'll still say we haven't had a good punt returner on this team since Brian Mitchell. Brandon Banks is awesome. He got cut just he was because spotty, that's the only thing he could do. That's that's crazy True. as hell. We think about it. He got cut because that's the only thing he did well, and now it's like the only thing that guy doesn't do well. You know, it's like can we call Brandon Banks back? Is he available? He's like a legend in the CFL, bro. He's like a Hall of Famer. Is he? Yeah. He's Actually, like, do you know who never dropped? Do you know who never dropped the punt? And and for this reason alone is the only reason I missed the guy, Randall L. Trey Quinn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say Andre Roberts. I liked him too. Need a pro bowler, all pro now, punt returner? He's definitely a pro bowler. Yeah. yeah. He He didn't do shit for us, though. You're sorry. Yeah, he offers nothing outside special teams. Guess what? He's all pro special teams. (laughs) Who? Fucking Bruce Allen, boy. I tell you, man. I want to talk about election fixes. That's a fix. We've been good ever since that dude left, man. Yeah, yeah, he he is uh, definitely glad to be gone. I, I hate I'm a that denominator. Guy. Yep, yep. So predictions, then, guys. I think we're we're kind of getting close to wrapping it up. Uh, what's what's your prediction for Saturday? Like a true, legitimate prediction that you expect to happen. And let's start with you, Dev. How you feel? <laughs> Redskins win. No. Um. <laughs> Man, I think we start off pretty bad. We fall behind. We put in uh, Hendeki, Haneke, Haneken in, Taylor. We catch up, but it's not enough, man. And we lose 20 
to 24, mm. Tampa Bay. All right. Or we win 30 to nothing, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, how how you feeling, man? So it's 24 to 20, Tampa from Dev. I do not feel like this is going to be a blowout. I don't think our defense will allow that to happen. Um, however, it's Tom Brady and three number one receivers and Gronk and OJ Howard and, you know, uh, Jones and Fournette in the backfield and, and all this and all this and all this and all this and all this. Uh, so taking that all into consideration, but also taking into consideration their defense doesn't know which quarterback to game plan for. There you go. And we got a health. Hopefully, be Antonio Gibson is playing on an injury that just whether you run on it or not, it just it, it, it gets better progressively. So I'm hoping that he looks better this week than he did last week and then the week before. So we have these things to consider. But in the end, I'm going to say Tampa Bay wins 28 to 22. 28 uh, 22, Tampa you Bay. You Vegas, eight points. Six. Mm. What, what, is the, what is the line? We got Steve. Sorry. I, I, Steve down to eight last time. Is, is it down to eight? Steve just jumped on, so he may be looking it up. I will tell you because I, <laughs> I told y'all. I told y'all. Uh, are you late a bet? Ain't Steve's the Steve's job. <laughs> um, I was looking up the score a while ago, and I was like, "Fuck that, Steve! Where's Steve at? He always gets yeah. that shit." It is exactly eight. I want to say uh, it was at eight and a half earlier in the week, but it, now it's sitting at eight. Exactly, Tampa. Mm. So Tampa minus eight. So either there, either Vegas is getting a little conservative over the quarterback deal, or there's some money going on Washington here. But the money line, so for them to win straight up is plus three twenty-five. So you bet a hundred, you'll win three twenty-five. It's pretty freaking good right now. I bet I have a two-game parlay with Washington winning and Tennessee winning. I I laid down seventy-five, and that'll turn into seven hundred and twenty-one if it hits. It's it's a far-fetched thing, but why not, right? That's a small investment for big return. The Tennessee spread's only three points. Baltimore's only favored by three. So I don't know. I need to talk to you offline about this parlay stuff. I, I have no idea what's going on here. I, I, I watched that movie with Adam Sandler. Um, what the hell's the name of it? He's like a Jewish jeweler or something like that. Um, 50, the, yes, I saw it in the theaters. Yeah. Great movie. The one with Kevin Garnett. Fan. Yes, the one with Kevin Garnett. He gave him like this huge diamond wear and all this yes. other stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's he's just like getting robbed at gunpoint. He's like, I got the parlay. And like someone needs to like get five assists, 13 rebounds, hit a shot from the corner. I know nothing about the betting world at all, um, but I want to learn because, hey, it's why fun. not? You got to hit uncut gems. Uncut That's gems. Yeah, that yeah, movie. You have to hit yeah, all your movie. bets to win everything, and the bet's bigger than normal. Okay. And if you lose one, you lose the whole thing. So Ugh. it's, you know, it's hard to do. It's like Powerball, then. It, it is. It is. Okay. If you can, if you can find a couple teams that you can guarantee you win, it, it's pretty easy. But the wins, the, the wins not that high. Okay. So, but yeah. Yeah, you have to you have to take long shots to win big money. Yep. 
So, Steve, you, you jumped in uh, during the score prediction, so I'm, I'm going to give mine. I'll let you kind of formulate your thoughts. Uh, shout out to Steve before we end this because you've been working. Uh, being a homeowner is a gift and a curse, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Steve could dive into that specifics if he wants. But uh, for me, I I want to be optimistic. I don't want to say that we're going to lose, and you, you both of you guys have, and I'm not trying to be the homer here. Um I do think that we legitimately have a chance to win this game. I do think if we do, it will be a close game, though. Um, I'm going to say 17 to 16 Washington football team with Hopkins drilling a 48-yard field goal to win the game as time expires. A heart, a heart. Heart attack game. Phil Phil's having a heart attack right now, and that's that's the team that we have. Though um, we have a team that causes consternation and chest pains for sixty minutes. I think this is the big one, Elizabeth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I that's, that's that is what I see happening. Um, I will be completely out of my mind if that happens, and we'll do an immediate post game pod. And drunk Rod will come on and celebrate, and everything will be merry. So seventeen. If we win this game, if if we win this game, y'all, tune in for the post game pod. Absolutely. Share it with all your friends because it's going to be nuts. Yeah, we we might live stream that one um, live. So well, that's that, that's what live stream means, right? Live stream live. Yeah. Okay. Right. So Steve, so it's it's two to one. We got two. Buccaneers predictions from Phil and Dev. I'm the only lone Washington football team prediction right now. So, Steve, how are you feeling? You hear that? I picked Tampa Bay, Steve. (laughs) What is going on in this world, right? Went upside down. It's December 37th, 2020. (laughs) Hey, uh, now I'm with you guys. Sorry I missed the first part dealing with the blown up washing machine. But giving it some thought little backstory it's going to be close we do have a legitimate chance to win tom brady has not done well against good defenses he's only beaten one team with a winning record i don't know if that was already stated i apologize if it was yeah and that was new um packers uh, uh, the green bay packers right so he struggled against the other team so we have a legitimate chance that being said i still think it's going to be 27 24 Tampa. Mm. But I also think that don't ask me why. I just have this gut feeling that we're going to try to use Taylor Heineke like Taysom Hill. Ooh. I don't know why. I just, it's a weird feeling I just have inside that something's going to happen to Alex and they just need to give him a little bit of spell, you know, for a, a play or two. And I, I don't know. I mean, Taylor Heineke is probably like a closer. That would be awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know. But that's my prediction, 27-24. So three to one. We're trying to see if we can get Ellie to give his prediction on the uh, Handitha carpet hotline, but, you know, he's he's not on. But see if we can get it for him. So it's, it's going to be a shootout. Maybe not. But it's going to be a heartbreak game. Maybe not. But it's going to be a good one. We, we have football in January. Um, so December 37th, January 7th, whatever day it may be, 2021, 
we got a game in two days. Um, if you hear this tonight, we got a game in two days. And if you hear it Friday morning, we got a game tomorrow. So we got something to look forward to. There's been, you know, some heat about us winning. And, and you know, we talked about the last pod. You guys talked about the last pod, you know, whether or not, um, you know, Philly kind of shut things down. But that's water under the bridge. We don't care. Uh, we're in the playoffs. And you snowflakes can shut up. No, I'm just joking. No. Here's 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 <laughs> here's my message to the Washington football team. There we go. Quick question. Do you all know if we would play Saturday or Sunday if we won this game and went on to the, play the Packers? Is, is, is that up yet? Uh, or is that I, just to be determined? I think it's to be determined, but I'll I'll check while you're chatting. Go We're ahead, even talking about flexing the Cleveland game now. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Mm. This is true. So I guess that's up in the air. But nonetheless, it doesn't matter. But it would be more apropos if they were to play Sunday. It is no secret. I was literally born into the genesis of the uh, success mm. and the glory days of this of this era, of the Gibbs era, I should say, of uh, the Washington Redskins in the 80s and the early 90s. Next Sunday, the 17th, is my birthday. I would love to be able to sit on my birthday weekend Mm. for the first time in a long, long, long time. Phil Phil had hair. (laughs) I did. It was 2005. (laughs) It'll be the first time in a long time that I've sat down to watch divisional weekend football and watched my team play. I hope it happens. I would. That's my my birthday wish. Do you want to change your prediction? <laughs> I'm, I'm not speaking. That you want to speak into reality? You want to change mine a little bit? I ain't gonna lie. No, here's <laughs> the thing, Rod. Every time I pick this team to lose, they win. So that's hey. why I'm just I'm rolling with it. I'm with you, it was man. Like the, it was like the speech from uh, what's it uh, get, freedom? Like Mel Gibson? What is it? Braveheart. 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 Yeah, he gave a Braveheart speech for a second, like Gladiator. <laughs> like any given Sunday, football is a game of inches. Inches. Yeah, they only have the they have the dates for the for the divisional round. One game Saturday, AFC. One game Saturday, NFC. Sunday, one one. The they have the times locked in for the NFC and AFC championship. The following Sunday, the 24th, NFC's at 3.05, AFC's at 6.40 on the 24th. But no times for the divisional, probably because to give the league some time to figure out which one will give us the highest ratings. I'm hoping it is Sunday, and I have a feeling that it will be because it's Green Bay. They're number one seed. They're going to give them the Sunday slot, which usually draws just a little more. Um, That would be nice, and I can dream. I didn't pick them to win. Partially because I'm trying to be a realist. Partially because it seems to work in our favor when I do pick them to lose. So, but it just, it would be nice to spend birthday number 38 watching this team playing. At that point, it is so house money that I don't care if they win or lose. I'll be... I'll be sad if they lose, but it's not going to ruin my mood 
Because at this point, no one expected us to be here. No one thought we were going to be in this position, and here we are. No, I, I thought 6-10, and ten, you know, season prediction, and I thought that would be a losing season. I, I did season say that I thought that 8-9 wins would win the division so that we would be competitive by early December. But winning the division and holding the division, you know, holding the destiny division in our hands the last couple of weeks – did not see that happening, but you know what? Why not us? Hey, last Why time a team us? finished seven and nine and won their division was the 2010 Seattle Seahawks, and they beat uh, the New Orleans Saints in that wild card game. So anything. Rivera possible. did this. Rivera did something similar. He won the division with a seven eight and one Carolina team his first season there, I believe. So your first or second one, and I believe they won their first playoff game as well. Well, he has a knack for starting off slow and. Heating up then, so <laughs> hell. Tom Brady's on three against the NFC East in the playoffs. But he is nine and zero versus Jack Del Rio as a defensive coordinator. And he's oh. two, two and two and four, or two and six on road playoff games in his career since two thousand five. So never, never been in a wild card. <laughs> never been in a wild card game. Usually he's on home games, so that's why there's not two and four is only six games. So yeah. usually he's playing at home. I'll correct myself. We were Rivera went seven, eight, and one in 2014. Okay. Won the division, won the wild card, and we made to, they made, Carolina made it to the divisional round. It was the very next year they went 15 and one and went to the Super Bowl. You see at least camera flex. Camera flex. Yeah. already talked about that on ESPN that Washington could be one of those favorite teams if they got a quarterback to win. Because they're built, they're built like some of these teams you see where it's Whoa. Really, really good defense. Whoa, where's the breaking news? Where's the where's the breaking news ticker? They talked about it. I can't remember who it was that said it though. L E, ladies and gentlemen, L E. Breaking news. L E just submits diction. He, the man with the deep voice, says that the football team is going to win by score. Of 36 to 19. We are in the upside down, bro. I'm telling you. I had Washington losing, and this dude had Washington winning. And the Knicks are good. Ellie said, New Year, New Year. And we're in the playoffs. It's December 37th. I'm telling you. Conservatives (laughs) are saying, Fuck the police. What world are we living in, dog? Oh, man. America Grand. (laughs) It will be better if we win on Saturday, for sure. 36-19, 36-19, wow, that's that's unexpected. But, Ellie, when you hear this, if that happens, send you 100 bucks straight up. If we I'm coming to Stafford, we're, 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 having, we're, we're having a nice, you know, uh, micro-brewed, uh, um, um, you know, really hoppy IPA beer, because I assume that's probably what's in your fridge. But- <laughs> Damn, we said you only drink micro-brewed, bro. bro. Uh- <laughs> Man. <laughs> the wow. side I, just like, I just like painting he said, Ellie as he said like you're not a slick smart looking type of guy, bro. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I just like I just like picking on Ellie. I like painting him as the most suburban hipster ever. You know. Wow. Ellie's you know, gonna that boy got almond milk in his fridge. Ellie like it, man. <laughs> you know he's got almond milk in his fridge, right? I have almond milk in my fridge. I have a wife though. 
She makes me think <laughs> of healthier things. It sucks. You can't have. Actually, I shouldn't say almond milk because I do. I do get almond milk from time to time. He probably has soy milk. I, I have um, almond milk. Almond milk creamer. I milk can't drink awesome. milk. It's weird. I think people that drink milk are weird. Like you don't ever see any other animals drink from the tit of another animal. We're like the only ones that do that shit. That's weird. Yeah, well, milk's delicious to me. Ew. <laughs> it's great. Well, I've never had broken bone. I've taken some falls. <laughs> they got like cockroach milk. Y'all know that? What? That's a real thing. I don't know about that. What are they grounding up like the cockroaches? I have no idea, man. Is... I saw Uber Uber facts one day. I was talking about cock, cockroach milk. It's like the most. It's like way more nutritious than human milk. We but are... everything is, man. <laughs> This this Yo, pod I mean, cows into- don't like smoke weed and do crack. You know what I'm saying? You ever you ever <laughs> jump on YouTube and all of a sudden like you're looking at like kittens and then suddenly you're looking at like flaming like fucking cat heads or something like that. Something like really odd and weird. That's where this pod is going right now. This pod is brought brought to you in part by cockroach milk. Yeah, cockroach milk, man. <laughs> that has to be a lie. For all you lie. doomsday preppers who want your milk to survive nuclear holocaust. Oh my gosh. Because we know cockroaches, cockroaches will survive. Right. Well, I guess shout out, shout out to cockroaches for having tasty, delicious milk. Apparently, milk. I had no idea. So, shout out. That to may the be a man. good title for this pod: cockroach milk. Cockroach milk. <laughs> Roach titties. Oh no! How else would you get them? I don't know. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like it does make you wonder. It's like ground up cockroaches, or like somebody milking a cockroach. FBI, if you're listening to this pod, I'm only Googling cockroach and milk because Dev said it on the pod. I don't like it. So it's probably like a oh, FBI being like, show like, up when they go to renew your security clearance right there, Rod. It's it's probably like some freaking terrorist. Like, it's real. I I don't make shit up, man. Do you make shit up? Oh, not, it's real. Oh my god. What? It is real. Yes, it's, I'm telling you, I've already watched video. No, about but it, I don't so. I don't think it's actually like Wait, time out. Like people, it's not. It's it not the milk really of a milk. Yeah, yeah. It's like cockroach no. it's in, milk. It's in the form of protein crystals that they serve as food to their young. Okay, so, so you can't like drink it. Vomit. Wait a minute. So, oh God, it's a Mer- it's a new fad. It's a new diet fad, apparently. I'm telling y'all. Oh Jesus! <laughs> we'll chalk that one up there with CrossFit. Let's go. Oh, then. Ellie should be on here to explain it to us. They're saying it could be our only option in 100 years. I'll be dead by then, but fuck. I mean, technically, we're going to be out of gasoline in about 50. You got to think of the new ways to do a lot of shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, stop milking cockroaches. You going to get your cockroach farm together, bro? This This is my workout of the day, and then I have a nice glass of cockroach milk. Right. It's To go with my avocado toast. They're saying it tastes no different than cow's milk. Right. People are drinking it in the UK. People drink milk is weird anyway. Have you had British cooking? I have. They got a they got a dish called spotted dick. I was hoping we'd have Andy on to explain that one to me. You know, never drinking that or eating that, whatever it is. This podcast, when it derails, is one of the I'm, best podcasts. I'm completely in, flabbergasted. In though. Like they're they're saying in a hundred years, this is like legitimately what man may be drinking. No cap. I used it right. <laughs> and it's it's like a freaking global warming article as well because they're talking about cows being the most damaging thing on the planet. More right. than cars, also, planes. Yes, I remember. Yeah, we got banned cow shit, farts. Man. I grew up on a farm, big dog. 
Fart, hey, cows farting, man. Bad for the world. I got to, like, close this article. I'm getting, like, chills and, like, I feel disgusted. I just feel dirty. Like, I feel like R. Kelly's, like, right behind me about to piss on my neck. So, like, <laughs> you're going to get the guy from uh, I, Chris Hansen going to pop around the corner be like, come to come, follow me, sir. I'm just looking just, at cockroach milk. I feel nasty. Wow. All right. Shout outs. Close out the pod. Shout outs. Shout out. Shout out. So, Ellie, uh, shout, shout out. Cap, uh, you know, cockroach milk. Shout out. Whoever owns that. I got to mute my mic. And, uh, that's about all, really. Oh, yeah. One thing I do want to say, please stop going on everybody's forum and saying stuff about Watkins coming to D.C. They're not trading Watkins, man. Get over it. The dude came out and said, it don't matter if Watkins wants to be traded or not. We're not trading him. Quit living in a hypothetical world, man. We'll find our guy one day. It won't be Watkins. No, I'm reading a tweet from Probably going to be Cam Newton. NBC. He called a dude Watkins. No, no. NBC Washington just just uh, tweeted that uh, we're trying to uh, pick them up, so they're actually in discussions right now. I'm just fucking with y'all. There's, that's not happening. Cam Newton is that who they're in discussions with? <laughs> yeah. Newton? Oh man. You know yeah. who's going to be the quarterback next year, right? Yeah. Do I get a hundred dollars? Uh, I hope not. I hope not. He can't make the throws, man. I I don't Can want Alex to be here still there? I watched three games this year, and that he short armed, short hopped. Look at Donovan McNabb back there towards the latter, latter end of his career, man. That arm, that right shoulder is not burning arms, burning worms. He's not hurt. He's not recovered. Yeah, I don't want him. But Deshaun Watson is pissed off though, so who knows? Maybe, maybe pick number nineteen and some cash. I don't know. If they did that for pick nineteen, I'll do it. Or pick twenty-seven. Or pick twenty-two. Chase Sweat. Right, throw us chasing sweat. Give him Kerrigan. Yeah. Shout, shout out to Ryan Kerrigan. You might trade bait for uh, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you can have Trey hey. Quinn. <laughs> I wanted to ask y'all something. I'll wait till the pod's over. Okay. Feel um, shout outs. We can do shout outs here. Shout out to uh, Jerome, Jerome Thrash. He's uh, really been coming on lately with a lot of. Posts, comments, things like that. Very active. Uh, shout out to Christopher McDaniel, who is uh, quickly becoming a favorite of all the admins here. Um, Kirk Wiggins has been providing a lot of content lately. Cody Jones is all over the place. And, uh, of course, Purcell Smith as well. Who? Uh, oh, Purcell was the one who dropped that little bit about um, Dak Prescott's brother. Yeah, I saw that Some, this morning. Yeah, on I, I, I throw many at Dak. Some somebody's somebody's some fan sent something to Tad Prescott said said tell your brother Washington will love him no cap and then Tad responded I have take that for what it's worth he did a live uh, first take thing today I missed it right after Ron did uh, first take today live and then he did it uh, Dak Prescott I didn't watch it I didn't know when you guys saw it nope I was asleep. My day off. I know when I'm at help when I'm asked, hey man, you're gonna be a free agent. Please come to Washington. I'll take t- I'll take Dak Prescott, man. As long as we leave all that Dallas mm-hmm. gear down there in Austin. I have mixed feelings on that. We haven't had good success bringing in Dallas players, though. We haven't had good success bringing in guys who are coming off an injury like that either. Yeah. I'll I'll give a I'll give a shout out to uh Washington football teams. Supposed number two to start the season before he got hurt, Kelvin Harmon. 
he was he was out there like not really practicing, but he was on the field today. He's running drills. Yeah. So um, obviously he won't be playing in uh you know this season's games. The IR you're done for the year completely. But that's that's encouraging to see a, a kid get hurt uh, weeks before the season starts, tear tear an ACL, and then come back and actually be able to participate in walkthroughs, what, five, four, five months later? That's a... Pow, pow, pow. He so wasn't doing... Uh, at love right there, man. He wasn't doing jumping jacks on the stage three weeks after surgery? Dude, I no. know. That was, Trying to I, run downstairs and grab man. a pizza like a... Shout out to Robert Griffin, man. I thought you were going to be so good. All in for week one, baby. Let's go. All I in know. for the playoffs. <sighs> Damn it. Nah, let me tell you something. Um, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because... Kelvin Harmon was a guy I really wanted to see this year and see how he developed. And I think ha not having him uh, definitely hurt our passing offense because I think he would have fit in well, especially with somebody like Alex who likes those possession receiver types. He likes the routes the possession receivers run. And Harvin, Harmon, while he can go over the top, he's really good at the possession stuff. And I think he would have flourished in this offense. So, uh, I'd love to see what he's going to do next year. I hope he comes back ready to go, knowing every route in that route tree and ready to go because I think he can. No, definitely, definitely agree. And, and my last shout-out, uh, shout-out to Anthony uh, Armstrong jumping on with us earlier, man. It's always, uh, always a pleasure. Dope to have you. Uh, Steve, who's getting your shout-outs? Friend of the show. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I, shout-out to Anthony. Wish I could have made it on there and talked to him. Uh, shout-out to Ellie for not, for not being here and – Shout out to Ron Rivera for not putting up with no BS on, on first take. You know, don't apologize for winning. Don't apologize for being in the playoffs. We're here because you played the hand you were dealt. You play the game as it's presented to you, as he said. So we're here. Shout out to shout out to, to Ron for saying that. And uh, shout out to Tom Brady because I believe Chase Young is going to rock your world on Saturday. So let's go. Oh, Steve with the low-key smoke. Prayer emojis up. I hope so. I hope so. So, uh, yeah, pod pod 48. Is this going to be the, what, the Chris Horton pod? What, what, what are we naming this? Stephen Davis. Stephen Davis. There we go. Steve. I like it. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Davis. <laughs> look, hey, look. Steve, yeah, pod 48. Stephen Davis pod, a.k.a. cockroach milk. <laughs> Hey, look, Stephen Davis, Stephen Davis punched now, dudes man. in the mouth we'll and literally took punches to the mouth, and that's what's going to happen on Sunday. Saturday, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. You're right, you're right, Saturday. Saturday. For sure, man, for sure. It's been a pleasure, boys. We will uh, see y'all at the pregame show on Facebook. Y'all better have your frosty drinks in hand, ready to rock, join the live game thread, Redskins Axe on Facebook, and you occasionally will see me on active on Twitter as well. So uh, look forward to seeing you guys Saturday. Y'all be good. Hail. Peace. Peace.